Welcome to the podcast, A Moon in the Dark, with Ellen Blake. We're so thrilled that you're here. We just love it. And we ask that you would rate and review the podcast. Go on amooninthedark.com. Let us know what you think about the podcast and what you'd like us to do next. One thing that makes Wynn's Pharmacy unique is that they're a compounding pharmacy. Sometimes doctors prefer to custom blend medications for people and for pets. So remember to check them out at winspharmacy.net. It seems clear from the Christmas story that God loves to communicate what he's up to, whether it be through an angel or another way. Today we see another instance of God speaking to two individuals who are ready to listen. I'm super excited to be sitting down with two of my friends from a long time ago, from when we moved to Griffin, Yeah, Jennifer Galloway. It's good to be here. And Robin Hearn. Very good to be here. We've been through a lot of adventures together. Mm -hmm. I mainly have just watched you raise both of both of you have three girls and I've mm-hmm. watched y'all raise your girls through the years. Jennifer, we you're... watched you wear, raise your boys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't know we much don't about any. boys. <laughs> so that's been fun too. Yeah. Well, there's so many connections between our families and between the two, your two families. Mm-hmm. And I just admire both of your parents, both sets of both of your parents mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. much. And just the legacy of faith that yeah. is in you and in your girls, and now they're grandchildren. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're both a little bit, Robin, you're a little ahead of me. Jennifer, you are a little more ahead of me. <laughs> and it's been fun to watch y'all. Mm-hmm. So tell us about your family, Well, Jennifer. you keep us young, too. That's why we have younger <laughs> friends. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> we feel young. Um, I've been married 46 years to Steve. And we have three girls that are grown and married, and they are the parents and mothers of our 12 grandchildren. Um, One of them is still in foster, so we hope she'll be official in a few months. Mm. And the oldest is 15, 15. and the youngest is 2. And if you've been listening, you've met Riley and Katie. So Katie's your daughter and Riley is, is your granddaughter. oldest mm-hmm. granddaughter. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I have been married to Tim for 34 years. Um, we have three grown daughters who are all married. Uh, two of those daughters of mine have given me grandchildren. I'm sort of new in the grandparent world. I have a granddaughter who is almost three. And then we had two boys, um, which is new for our family, um, (laughs) that um, were born in 2020. So that's what we do. So exciting. We mm-hmm. we used to be in the same stage. Mm-hmm. Caroline and Daniel, we would take them to the Festival of Trees. Yeah, that's right. They we were sure little. did. We did. So we overlap with your youngest and my oldest. Yes. Which is super fun. Mm-hmm. So, well, I am thrilled that you're here. This story in Luke 2, we're getting ready to read. You know, a lot of people don't make it this far when they read the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. But yet this one has so many nuggets and treasures. Oh, I love it. So it's good. Great. Okay, this is Luke 2. Where it's 21 through 38. And when eight days were completed, so that it was time for his circumcision, he was also named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days for their purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord 
and to offer a sacrifice according to what has been stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young doves. And there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him in his arms and blessed God and said, Now, Lord, you are letting your bondservant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all the peoples, a light for revelation for the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and is a sign to be opposed, and a sword will pierce your own soul, to the end that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years and had lived with her husband for seven years after her marriage, and then as a widow to the age of 84. She did not leave the temple grounds, serving night and day with fasts and prayers. And at that very moment, she came up and began giving thanks to God and continued to speak about him to all those who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Wow, I love that picture and that story. So as we're doing, we want to see, what do we see about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. So we'll start with God. Okay. And what I see in that first section are a couple things that this little this couple, Mary and Joseph, are being faithful to complete the law that God had laid out in in Moses with Moses in Leviticus. And there are several parts to that which we won't go into all those. But one of the things I want to point out that's so interesting is that the eighth day was what the Lord told Moses was the day to circumcise the babies. And all the first or all the males that were born into the Jewish faith, into you know, the family, were circumcised on the eighth day. But the, what we know now, they could not possibly have known then. And it is that the the vitamin K and the, I think it's called prothrombin prothrombin <laughs> are at the very peak of life at that time. And what that means is The blood clotting, those are blood clotting factors together. And if a child without medical care would have been circumcised earlier, they could easily have bled to death. Oh, wow. And so the people in Moses' day didn't know why, and God didn't say why. (laughs) Why the eighth day? But this is one of those signs we see in science now Mm -hmm. that shows that God knew what he was talking about Mm -hmm. centuries ago Mm -hmm. to protect his people and isn't that fascinating? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, they were just being obedient to God and His law that He had set out so long before. Mm-hmm. And it's just that reminder that God's way is the best way, <laughs> even if we don't know why. Right, mm-hmm. even if we don't know why. He mm-hmm. knows, and He doesn't always tell us right. why. Mm-hmm. So that, 
I just see God's hand in that and God's hand moving all these people. I just, you know, mm-hmm. it's almost like if you were a drone over the temple mm-hmm. and saw the pieces moving and God leading people to each other. Yeah. And they're in the shadow, you know, in the temple, they're in the shadow of King Herod. I think it's nearby his temple. And he was just a, a horrible, cruel, Ruthless. paranoid, <laughs> yeah, ruler. Mm-hmm. And they say that the... The whole priest system was corrupt. So the high priest and his offices, you know, were there. But we ha- we find these people under the radar mm-hmm. that God is speaking, God is leading them. So what do you all see in this passage about Jesus? What is revealed, I guess, in the words of Simeon? Well, in this is from Isaiah, what Simeon is saying. And so he he talks about Jesus as being your salvation from Isaiah, and uh, a light for of revelation, a light for revelation for the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. I mean, all those things are referring to Jesus. So he's he's a baby, and he's but he's playing a huge part in this story. Yes, and Simeon recognizes it, mm-hmm. and he's a baby. Mm-hmm. And he knows, and he, he he sees that and understands that and pronounces that mm-hmm. as an infant right there. And and even later, he's appointed for the fallen rise of many and a sign to be opposed so that thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Yes, I read somewhere when I was looking at this that, that another you know, other verbiage for that would be that he would be rejected by many and the greatest joy to many others. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that because yeah, I mean, he, I think it's good to know. I mean, he that's normal that he's rejected. That's God predicted that, said that was going to happen. But then he's the greatest joy for many others. And that the sword will pierce Mary's soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think many look forward to that as the piercing of his side, maybe at the cross. And I'm sure that pierced her soul as his mother, too. Watching him. Yeah, just on a human level. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it could have been other times, you know, mm-hmm. that she's watching him. Right. Right. Because she's his mom. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit here is, is present. What is he up to? So what's so interesting about this is that this was prior to Jesus being crucified and resurrected and then leaving the Holy Spirit with us. So we're seeing here the Holy Spirit being upon Simeon, which is a little different than how he indwells us later. But it is the same that what I think what we understand is that God had times when he came upon people in the form of the Holy Spirit for a purpose. And so what we're seeing here is he's leading Simeon and he's revealing things to Simeon, but what we can know is that he does that for people he indwells, which is us. Mm-hmm. So you kind of see this picture of the Holy Spirit working in, and God just using this amazing way through his spirit of working in Simeon, but yet we also can fast forward and say, hey, that's, mm-hmm. you know, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that we have. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the Holy Spirit was helping Simeon to be able to recognize right. Jesus. Right. I, I mean, without time. yeah, without the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, I don't know Another how you baby. would. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's interesting to see that you know God is up to this, and He's using the Holy Spirit, who they all partner together. Yes, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so interesting. So, as you have read this, what challenges y'all in this 
in your lives, really, through this passage? Well, oftentimes, because I've been a believer for so many years, I can read Scripture and just think, oh, I've read this before. I know what this is saying, but I want God to give me emotions when I'm reading it. And I think this is just a good example of seeing how Simeon was probably so emotional when he saw Jesus <laughs> and realized that who Jesus was and that this was somebody he had been looking for, that his people had been looking for for hundreds, thousands of years. And it would have been overwhelming. And so I want just a taste of that in my own life when I read Scripture that it'll become so real that I'll feel that. Not all the time, mm-hmm. but at least more than I do now, you know. Mm-hmm. And in this in this story, does it help to sort of walk through it in your mind, like what it would have been like for him? Oh, sure. To see the context of, of where he's coming from and where he is, um, yeah, it definitely helps. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think what challenges me is, I mean, I love that so much, and agree with that. But also, I'm just challenged by, and I think you talked about it earlier, that Mary and Joseph were doing what the law required, and the sort of the humanness of each one of these people doing their life. Um, Simeon coming devotedly to the temple, Anna being in the temple praying, Mary and Joseph doing their thing, and yet they were looking um, for what God was doing. Um, They were being faithful in their everyday life. So I think it challenges me to be looking, to be faithful, to be working, to not try to have everything all figured out before, but just to be faithful in my life and be challenged to be looking to what the Holy Spirit might be trying to show me or what God might be trying to to do around me that I can be part of. Mm. That's that's kind of like mm-hmm. what I was thinking. That mm-hmm. it, I want to be like the two of them, you know, in tune with what God's doing. Mm-hmm. And listening and watching, mm-hmm. um, and to be, you know, walking with the Lord so that I do. I'm one of those people that He tells what's happening, right. you know, mm-hmm. and that is a challenge um, yeah. to want to to be there. Because that's such a great question. The question is, you know, to be one of those people, or like Jennifer's about one of those people. I think lies in our openness. I think God wants to reveal Himself to us. But it lies in our openness and our looking. A lot of times we're, we're too busy. We're too distracted. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we aren't expecting it. We're not thinking it's coming. We're not living in that open, surrendered position to see what God might be doing. So we miss it. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, remember the old Bible study, uh, Experiencing God. I've loved that, that we just need to join, see where God's working and join Him. Mm-hmm. not try to come up with our own thing. And so they were just joining exactly what God right. was doing at that yeah. moment. And they didn't miss it. No, they didn't, they didn't miss it. They didn't miss it. Yeah. Ooh, they didn't mm-hmm. miss it because they were tuned in. Wow. Right? And what I love is that they were in a little community, at least, mm-hmm. you know, it implies here at the end in verse 38 that Anna continued to speak about him to all those who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And it has said, you know, that Simeon was looking forward to the consolation of Israel. Same thing in verse 25. And so there was a little community of these people, and you could call them the remnant, just the yeah. the, the, the true believers living under 
under this government, behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and uh, it encourages me that in, in every time, in, in every country now around yes. the world, there's a remnant of believers that may be small mm-hmm. in number mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. countries that are oppressive, uh, persecuting Christians. There's a remnant yes. of those looking and wanting to be consecrated to what he has for them, even in difficult times and under mm-hmm. difficult governments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that encourages me that even in a hard place, you know, there'll there'll be someone else yeah. to yes. find. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. of the world is probably like that. We're the exception here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what takeaways encourage y'all today from this? I think for me, I, I think the, the fact just that the Holy Spirit is available to me in that way is what encourages me. It encourages mm-hmm. me, as you say, that there is that group of, of people out there who want this and that I, it's, it's, I want to look for that and to trust in that and walk in that. And that's encouraging because then you know it's there. I'm not trying to manufacture something. I know it's there. Scripture tells me it's there. I've experienced that. So that's encouraging. Mm. Yeah. What a gift we Mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. I mean, we take it for granted. I take it for granted when we have this amazing Holy Spirit supernaturally living in us uh, to guide and direct now. And and so, and really, it seems when you read this, guiding in a practical way. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just thinking, just when Jennifer was saying that, that one of the things that's so encouraging is how personal and individual God is. I mean, God was, he was approaching Simeon in this way. He was approaching Anna in this way and giving them a, a touch of him and an encouragement and a blessing. Mm-hmm. And that's so, that's, that's, our, that's our God. You know, that personal touching God. And earlier we were talking about how special it is that Anna was mentioned. Yes. And because in that culture, women were not raised up or given what they said, you know. Not, not much mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so just that Matthew included this in this story is um, Luke. good. Oh, Luke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And, but you, you see Anna almost... Just so quietly there yeah. behind the mm-hmm. scenes. Mm-hmm. I think of her fast. So she's fasting. I hope she's eating in between. <laughs> and, you know, she's she never leaving. You know, the, <laughs> she's serving night and day. You know, where is she yeah. sleeping? I don't know. It's interesting to think about. But it's hard for me to identify. <laughs> but it is like you're saying, Robin. Just it, it almost like God was like, "Don't miss it. Here mm-hmm. it is." Mm-hmm. And to be in that position where. He's leading you minute by minute. You know, okay, let's. It's, we're going to go to the te- go to the temple today. Go, yes. go to the temple, and he's like, okay, he, he's he's in tune to know. Yeah, you don't really want to miss that because really, that's what the scripture says: is that Simeon was led by the Spirit into the temple that day, so he didn't mm-hmm. go every day, right? You know, and God mm-hmm. led him that day to be there for this purpose. Mm-hmm. Yes, in verse twenty-seven, because mm-hmm. he was listening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm encouraged by the two of you and how you follow the Lord, and it's encouraging to have people like you, like they did, to um, be able to open the Word together and be encouraged about. Well, I agree with that with you as well. (laughs) This has been fun. Yes, so fun. Well, thanks for being here. You may find sometimes that you need a compounding pharmacy, but you may just need a compassionate, professional group of people, and that would be Wynn's Pharmacy at Griffin. 
check them out at winspharmacy.net. Today we met Simeon and Anna, and we were reminded that it's possible to posture our lives in such a way that we can hear what God is saying to us. I want to be like them. I want to be a person that doesn't miss what's going on. I don't know about you, but let's lean in together to see what God is doing. For now, I leave you with peace for your day and peace for your night.